Hey, Peter. Yep. Uh, where'd you get your start? Uh, Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers. Really? Well, I got my start listening to the music of Art Blakey via Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers. Oh, cool. I got my start with Miles Davis. Awesome. Oh, nice. Have you shared the stage with Miles Davis? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I'm Adam S. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It Podcast. Daily Jazz Advice coming at you in 2019, Season 3. Excited to be here. What's up? And you're watching the You'll Hear It Podcast on YouTube, probably. Me? No, I don't watch Not it. you specifically. I do watch it sometimes, I'm going to be honest. Really? Yeah, I'll, I'll chill in the living room. We got set up. I'll, I'll, I'll check us out. Oh, bro, you have some uh, you have some lint there on your shoulder. Oh, That's going to show up on the podcast. You're not going to like that. This is amazing. This is 2018 lint, but you're seeing it in 2019. Ah. Time travel. Wow. All right, so we have a question today. Uh, do we know where this question came from or did it just magically appear? It came from a listener, John, from email, and John asks... Via email? Yes. Old he uh, Well, like he it. says, I love the podcast and wonder if you might provide a retrospective of some of the lesser-known musicians who got their start with Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers. I only recently discovered Johnny O'Neill and wonder who else you might recommend listeners check out. Thanks so much. Yes. Well, let me think about this as I search Wikipedia <laughs> for an answer. No, it's funny because Johnny O'Neill, I saw Johnny O'Neill recently. Yeah. Um, and you St. Know, Louis' own Johnny St. Louis' yeah. own. I actually saw him up in New York, and um, uh, you know he's still going, going strong, doing his thing, singing, playing. And, and yeah, he's definitely one of the... Uh, I don't know. I guess he did get a start. I mean, that's that's kind of like the maybe on the New York scene yeah. in playing with Blakey. He's awesome. Too. Yeah. And so we were thinking about um, people that maybe it was lesser known, but also that maybe it was known but forgotten. So this was fun. And we did start to come up with our own list. And um, but before that, even I don't know if you know, know where Art Blakey got his start. Well, I think this is a good place to start. Where did Art Blakey, a little uh, un, undiscovered Art Blakey, get his his first big break? And that would be in some some really classic big bands, Fletcher Henderson and Billy Eckstein. He played with both bands, man. As well, I mean, he was coming out of a big band thing. We always think about him as you know an incredible bebop drummer, which he was. Yeah. Um, and certainly got his start there as well, playing with the bebop masters. Blakey but, with uh, a big band. Blakey with a big man. Band. Yeah. Right. Blakey with Thelonious Monk, those records, I love so that. Too. That wasn't done. In, I mean, it was done. I, I could have heard that forever. But now talking about people, so this will be kind of all over the place. But Johnny O'Neill, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pull my my piece de resistance. I'm gonna hold up on that name. Okay. Remember, that's a little bit of French allusion there. So keep that in mind. But <sighs> because he was just in studio with us here recently, Jeff Teaser. Did you Jeff know he Keezer, got a start? Yeah, he was a teenager, wasn't he? He was. Yes, he was very fresh. Because I remember seeing him with Blakey around 1988, 89 in New York. So he was probably 18, 19 years Man. old then. Killing it. I yeah. was like, I mean, I was like, who is this dude? Um, and if you think about how Jeff Keezer looks, think about how he looked at age 18 <laughs> and 19 in the late 80s yeah. with our Blakey. But, yeah. I mean, killing it. And um, so that was a cool one. And then, you know, right before that, when I saw... Uh, Blakey, I think in 87, when I first went up to, to New York, it was Terrence Blanchard. little unknown Terrence yeah, Blanchard. Terrence yeah, Terrence Blanchard with some huge glasses, I remember. I was like, wow. So nothing's changed. Nothing, <laughs> right. Uh, with Donald Harrison oh, as well. Man. And I think Donald Harrison was playing alto then with, with him. Um, but a saxophonist, and this is where my French will come in handy again, Jean Toussaint. Jean Toussaint? Yeah, he was a, a, a uh, is 
Uh, actually, I don't know where he is now, but he was a um, from London, I believe. Definitely a lesser known. With a fresh known, name, but from London. Lesser yeah. known uh, member of the Blakey Band. And worth checking out, too. Worth checking out. Was killing. I remember that. I mean, so many people, you know, we have on our list here, Winf- Winton and Branford Marsalis. Have you ever heard of them? I have. Winston and Branflakes, as I like to <laughs> call them. <laughs> but they got their start. I mean, you know, they got their start when they were children. <laughs> the streets but, of New Orleans on the French Quarter. But no. really made their names with Blakey and yep. and I'm assuming learned, you know, what everybody learned with Blakey, which is how to be an incredible leader of a band. Right. Um, and so many of, of musicians uh, that we love and that have become such a huge part of this music got their start with uh, the school of Art Blakey, you know? Yeah, and fun fact, I think Branford, I re- at least remember hearing this on recording or seeing a video, was playing alto. I yeah. believe with Blakey at that time, huh. and I'm wondering. I'm just going to see if, if as we vamp, if um, if I can pull this up. But it, he was playing. So I think there was a tenor player also. Um, In so, the band with Winton and Branford. Yes. Here and, we go. Um, how <laughs> how fast can Peter both pull up the information <laughs> and talk and about talk at jazz? The same. Why am I speaking? Oh, this is cool. So this is a video of. I remember listening to this. I don't remember a video of Web City and like Winton is just killing it on here. Blakey's wearing like just he basically looks like he has on like a prom tuxedo. Oh, yeah. I used like, to have this on VHS. Yeah, I used exactly. to have this on VHS. Oh, you did? For yeah, for real. Well, I remember hearing it and, and Winton got big laughs. They must have been in style then, man. Must they definitely like, But I mean, Winton was just like everybody was really wild by his technique, you know, and I'm just trying to see if they have the other musicians on here. What about some trombonists? What about like uh, Robin Eubanks? Robin Eubanks, that's right. Member Absolutely. of uh, the Jazz Messengers. Oh, this is, who is that? Oh, Bill, Billy Pierce. That's who was Billy Pierce. Tenor. Bill Another, Pierce. Yeah, yeah. Great saxophonist. That was a really good band. And I don't know, is that Charnet Moff? No, it's, I don't know who that is on bass. But that was a great band. I mean, that was, you know, I actually was kind of, um, you know, that sent me on a deep dive back into the classic Art Blakey stuff. It was sort of a twofold thing when Winton and um, Branford, that band, kind of hearing that. And then also Blue Notes kind of coming back out again, seeing a lot of those recordings. That, that sort of pushed me all, all the way back. And some great arrangers, too, like uh, Bobby Watson. Bobby Watson, that's right. You know? Well, he, he was with the group, too. I guess Branford might have replaced him or whatever. Yeah, Bobby Watson, yeah. Tons of, I mean, if, if you just go through the list of, of all the players that have been on there, I mean, most of them are incredibly <laughs> famous at this point, but some of them aren't, aren't less famous. Carlos Garnett? No, I'm not familiar with this Not word. familiar with him either. No. Tenor no. player. Okay. But anyway. All right. Yeah, there's a ton of folks. Uh, and hopefully, uh, John, the, the ones we've mentioned are, are all worth checking out and yep. have their own albums and, and their own music. And, you know, it's funny. It's like, I think... The, the folks that come out of that band, they have that certain mentality when they make an album or when they make more music as the leader. Yeah, that they they have that. I don't know. It has a has a has a Blakey alum feel. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, Clifford Brown, Lou Donaldson. Now we're going back to the very beginnings of Art Blakey. You know, with the live. Uh, what was that? Um, I've heard of those guys. With, with the. I was going to say, it's, it's not Lou Donaldson with the high voice, the guy who was introducing him on that record. Oh, yeah. At the what, Where is it live? It's Birdland. It's, is it? No. Is it or, Birdland? Yeah, I think so. Live at Birdland? Live at the Birdland. It yeah, might, of course. Be, it might be, yeah. Man, yeah. that's some classic, you know. And that was, I think, was already called Jazz Messengers then. That was definitely our, it was under our Blakey. So there's a great story about this in the new Blue Note movie, actually, where Blakey paid that announcer to say Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers. It wasn't Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers up really? to that point, yeah. So we're getting into, like, fun fact. Fun fact. Yeah. Art Blakey, like, basically bribed to have his name up front, and then from there on out. And that was, like, early 50s, so you got... Um, Actually, when was that? 
Yeah, 54 release. Clifford Brown, Lou Donaldson, Horse Silver. That's, That's right. right. I, mean, I actually learned some of the solos off of that. Was my first Horse Silver solos that I learned was from that record, that volume one. Um, that's great. It's some classic um, Clifford Brown, if you haven't heard that. That's a really fun one. And Curly Russell on um, bass, of course. Um, but that's some wonderful... I mean, wow, what a what a great thing that Lou Donaldson is still with us, still doing his thing. Oh, well, man. I actually saw him recently, and he's like, you know, I'm in retirement, but I'm thinking about coming out because they keep giving me honors, so I'll come out if they honor me. Like, he's... <laughs> like, that's literally what he's told me. You, you know? have one of the better Lou Donaldsons, well, and there's a now. lot of Lou Donaldson impressions. Come on now. Man, we could you. do a whole week on, on the Jazz Messengers. There's been so much... I mean, there's so much material to cover that we could do lists yeah. on all the different eras. We've only got like 300 uh, episodes this year ahead of us, so how will we ever fit that in? <laughs> okay, let's keep let's keep rolling here. Well, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks, yeah. John. I hope we answered your question somewhat in a, in a roundabout way. Yep. And, um, you know, you can always go to youllhearit.com to ask a question. You can go to YouTube. I won't be there, but Peter will be there. Yep. Answering, troll him, troll him. Answering questions on, that means. on YouTube. <laughs> but go to youllhearit.com to leave us a voicemail, a speak pipe. You can uh, buy some You'll Hear It swag. Yep. You can leave us a seven-star review. Yep. And uh, anything else? I think that's it. So you'll hear it.